there's a strange buzz going around the orbital tonight. And it's not coming from Wonders Toy Emporium this time. Pilots are talking about news that means a change, and not one for the better. There's a queue forming outside the tanning salon, and the earwax harvested from the excreta of billions of pavonist eargrubs is being melted and applied to paper strips before being applied to, and rapidly removed from, the tender skin of many pilots' bodies. Yes, the news today from the Pilots' Federation has finally brought home to the hapless pilots of the galaxy that their legs are going to be on display. And pilots who have spent months or years exploring the galaxy have checked inside their flight suits and have discovered a new meaning for in the black. The good news, if you can hear it over the cries of pain, is that Alvin Enterprises Incorporated has been unexpectedly able at short notice to acquire a set of wigs for the follically challenged pilot. As long as you don't mind them being all short and curly, they'll definitely keep you warm on those long winter nights. And now back to our regular programming. You there? I can't see who you are because you've got your wig on back to front. Oh, sorry. That's your version of a beard, isn't it? Well, say something. Oi! Our mic's alive. Good evening and welcome to Hutton Orbital Live, your up-to-the-minute weekly guide to all the goings-on out in the galaxy. For the next hour and a half... Uh, uh, ish. Oh, okay. For the next hour and a half-ish, uh, we'll be bringing you the latest news, community goal updates, food sampling and name-calling from around populated space, and maybe even far beyond it. Name-calling doesn't sound very nice. Oh, no, 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 no. Not that kind of name-calling. The other kind. You know, when we recognise awesome truckers and give the best ones a bit of free paint for their spaceships. Along with the Rudolph Hucker, and of course your very own Harry Balzac. That's me. We've got Norma in the studio, as well as the Apology Officer, plus Wilma, and special guest presenter, Juan Kerr. Delighted to be here. I've printed off my script, and I've been warming up my vocal cords ready. Lou normally finds that saying, um, a loss is enough, or ow, though that's usually when I've spotted him doing something bad. What, like this? Surely that isn't bad, is it? Ow! Right, got it. Note to self, don't do that again when Norma's watching. If you lot are quite finished, We've got some news. You may be bouncy and flouncy, but you won't be the only one. Persistent popping as bubble trouble bursts in Pleiades packaging palaver. Festive financials fortified as Advent Arcs arrives. Truckery and cokery as Hutton puts the mockers on muckers. Core Dynamics wants to get rich by giving things away on the cheap. Pilots Federation goes all racy. 
Lost Leader causes Christmas kerfuffle. I'm looking forward to warning you all about the next disaster. And I'll bring you up to date with what everyone else is up to. First tonight, the Pilots Federation have been revealing yet more exciting results from their testing of tenuous atmosphere on foot access to planets that have, as of yet, been limited to NPC access only. Following the Hutton Insider review earlier in the year with the team behind the first tests of jetpacks, we've confirmed, we've received confirmation even, that after that particular incident, it was decided that there is such a thing as too much thrust, whether from Bradford or not, and it was 100% too unsafe for use by the general population. The team have been working hard to ensure that commanders can't do rocketeer impressions and fire themselves like unguided missiles all over the scenery, and have presented pilots with the compromise, known as Tigger Mode. With the range of landable planets to include those with marginally higher and lower gravity than on Earth, one concern was that should commanders bounce in excitement too hard, they had the potential to achieve uncontrolled orbit, and maybe even escape velocity, and end up heading for deep space, shouting, Hello! Is anyone there? Can someone come and scoop me up, please? I'm lonely! Since the days of the first moon landings, humanity has found the picture of space explorers bounding the way across landscapes like sugar-fueled gummy bears both funny and compelling. It is now confirmed that your suit can be fitted with a tank of gummy berry juice and indeed allow you to bunny-hop your way across surfaces. The gravity assist it provides, we assume, will also enable you to keep contact with the ground toast some crumpet, and even provide warmth when you're stranded by the commander who gave you a lift, and then cleared off, and are subsisting on bio-waste fertilised potato on some distant world. We've, has, we've had, we've also had, uh, <clears throat> putting my teeth back in yet again, we have had confirmation for the very first time that you're able now to offer a ride-share service not only in your ship, but also to loan out your SRV. We understand that insurance firms are providing exemptions for pilots who loan their buggies out to crazy drivers and won't be imposing additional fines. In recent days, there has also been a wealth of information released about new and exciting ways for commanders to provide percussive interaction with each other on planets. Flossie is looking forward to equipping her high-tech space pan for pan-clang fun, defending the mug against Dudley Do-Bad and the Dastardly Don. Commanders who have found themselves unable to source packing materials with which to wrap their festive gifts this year may look no further than one Hutton commander, who, for reasons that will become evident, prefers to remain anonymous. Buoyed by a top 10 placing in the recent Ammonia Worlds community goal, they were only too eager to immediately head off once more into the black, studiously scanning suitable systems. 
their impatience, guaranteed that they arrived in their new Goldilocks hunting region without their new ooh-shiny super-CG reward twice as good as any other or-your-money-back TM display discovery scanner. Since there are no out outfitting facilities at asteroid stations, they arranged for a module transfer via the Galactic Logistics You Click It, We Ship It Corporation, known for their sorry, profligate packaging. Profligate packaging. Galactic Logistics sent the ooh shiny scanner in a small box surrounded by questionable quantities of hamster bedding. In a standard sized shipping container, wrapped in 25,000 tons of bargain bubble wrap, one the single sole shipment of their newest fleet carrier. Galactic Powers are consulting with the Pilots' Federation regarding the feasibility of an emergency community goal to resupply stocks of polymers and liquid oxygen, if suppliers in the bubble are unable to bring back stocks of bubble wrap to normal levels. Hutton News approached the commander for comment, but all we heard in reply was the percussive, persistent popping of plastic. Commanders may have detected an unexpected bulge in their wallet areas. On final approach to the current festive season, the Pilots' Federation have been rewarding commanders who carry out regular ship maintenance by issuing arch vouchers. Arcs vouchers. And the swelling is not a result of commanders overdoing it on small blue performance enhancers. Remlock have launched a new line in snazzy comfort fit flight suits with elasticated waistbands and full haptic crotch for those who like to overindulge. So treat yourself and your arch wallet by firing up your ship system daily. Hutton News approached the Pilots' Federation for comment just after their festive office party over a very bad link, probably affected by solar flares and the Mr. Dusty virus. In the Shinrata Desra system, a spokesman said semi-intelligibly, Oh, 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 God, no more bloody mince pies. Perhaps this is code on which Canning will no doubt be working, but draw your own conclusions. Commanders have largely welcomed the Arcs vouch Vouchers boost, but rumblings of, I'd rather have had some new socks, as those camel toe booties are just hideous. Well, this correspondence says to that, no socks please, we're Hutton. Hi, Mr. Dusty. <laughs> Give me your trash. The Hot Pit team, as reported last week, was likely to happen. We're in arms, quite up in arms, quite literally, as Hutton were thrown into war over Kokiri. It appears that the elite defence force have lost control of their own NPCs, who decided to launch an all-out assault in the neutral zone. Unconcerned by the initial assault, Hutton sent a lone pilot to fight them off, which ultimately led to Hutton going down 2-0 in the conflict. At which point minor panic set in and pilots who were previously out and about grabbing exploration data for the Going for Gold 2 mission caught their nearest fleet carrier back to the bubble, dumped their load at Betancourt base and then dumped from a great heist all over the attackers. As ever, Hutton doesn't do anything by halves. And it appears that not only did the team carve the EDF ships into little teeny tiny bits, they were then scooped up put through the onboard shredder, ejected, 
and then the microscopic chaff was given a thorough beam lasering before being swept into the main star for good measure. Alvin is happy to report that Kokri now appears to be safe from marauding NPCs threatening to boil you up. Communication teams have reported the only response has been a plaintive, I can't believe this is happening to me. We can. Tweak Hutton's nose at your peril. As with Alvin, our noses are important. We can also report that there have been various communications related to an ongoing spat over in Midnahus between the 10th and the 11th. We're not sure exactly what's happening or even what number is supposed to be in charge at the moment, but we can confirm that an integer is in charge of the system, another integer appears to be trying to take it back, and a faction fraction is engaging in action to achieve an outcome of some sorts. We'd like to remind the entire galaxy that Hutton's attitude to these things is that unless by explicit consent, a local PMF is always the home team, and anyone else is a dastardly invader. Hutton will always staunchly defend any home team and will call invaders rotters, cads, founders, and other such terrible names too bad for broadcast before shooing them off. Ooh. We have breaking news. Yes, the EDF have broken and the war is now over. As you were, truckers, and that means listening to the instructions later in this broadcast. The ongoing speculation about Lake on Spaceways, their mysterious shareholder that's blocking any takeover and attempts by Core Dynamics to end up adding a collection of very nice space barges to their stable is coming to a head with the latest attempt at a sneaky takeover. Core Dynamics have decided that the best way to achieve a takeover is to earn less money. Yes, they've discounted a range of ships in an effort to attract buyers back to the federal-branded vessels. What they hope to achieve by this is anyone's guess. But they're certainly, bringing, they're certainly buying column inches in the press. There are more rumours that extreme bribery is going on behind the scenes, with a federal dropship full of void opals arriving near the homestead and retirement home of our own Buck Naked, former spokesperson of Lake on Spaceways. Buck as ever broke out his trusty space legs and Stetson combo and encouraged them to get off his land. Apparently, his retirement package is enough to keep him in barbecue and boats for many years to come. How this is going to end, we don't know, but that Rochester fella with his twirly moustaches is rumoured to be trying to get his hands on the secret plans for the Death Star. Sorry, Panther Clipper. Could be, though, that Lacon are going to kick him in the exhaust port and are resolved to, keep, to, be, to be keeping the plans all to themselves. At least for the time being. Today marks the sixth anniversary of the founding of the Pilots' Federation and the launch of hundreds of thousands of new pilots on the galaxy. The team over at the PF, normally based over in Shinrata Desra, celebrated with a live broadcast of their first ever Pilots' Federation Community Manager Deathmatch Showdown. The Cosmic Cosmonaut accredited astronaut Gambit and newcomer Don Two 
He's like Don Juan, and also known as Zack, just a lot less evil. Um, joined Alec Turner of the Bucket Ballers for a scarab scramble, fastest fighter first, and large barge charge around a city, vying to be the first to lift the trophy. The Cosmic Cosmonaut, also known as Arf, the driving force behind the resurgence of Galnet and the community goals, took an early lead in his SRV, with the Gambit taking a close second place into the first tunnel. The other two bringing up the rear. Alec Turner finished almost immediately, but was disqualified due to being a professional paid racer, leaving the remaining four to battle it out for the honours. The accredited astronaut managed to get his tartan knickers in a twist and lose his docking bay, falling far behind the others, but it was neck and neck right to the finish, with Arf's smooth manual docking putting him a Type 6's landing gear ahead of Gambit, whose docking computer mistook one of the pylons for a pad and ended up in a bit of ship-to-ship, ship-to-scenery action that's normally blocked by your inappropriate content filter and causes letters to be sent in by Mary Whitehouse. So... Arf wins, everyone's being mean to Gambit, and the other two may still be driving around the city looking for their ships. Congratulations, Pilots Federation, and here's to the next six years. A summit of Federation and affiliated factions was derailed yesterday due to a location mix-up. Galto leaders gathered for an annual conference, summit and trade show in the Old Earth location known as the Grove. They were, there were in-depth discussions regarding finance, strategic placement of assets and exactly how many volts it takes for a shock rod to make someone pee themselves when stunned. If you're anything like me, you don't need the shock rod, all you need is somebody to drop a story on you at short notice and cut news. Um, weapons companies showed off their wares including the new enforcement drone 209 series by Omni Consumer Products, personal megaships and power armour for mobile bog spaniels. Things went askew when President Zachary Hudson, his presidential transport, had been mistakenly redirected to Elf Grove, a Christmas-themed resort in Old Earth's North Britain. Staff at the park refused entry to the misplaced president and his substantial entourage resulting in a standoff between the president's FSS bodyguards and the elves of Glittermallow Valley. In a showdown with the Sparkle Bum Fairy, President Hudson was heard to shout that he would bomb this shizzle back to the Funking Stone Age if they didn't let him in. She responded by telling him he was a grumpy, wumpy, poopy pants grinchmongle. It was as the park manager asked the group to take the angry orange-faced clown away that news came in informing the presidential aides that they would have to relocate to the Grove for the summit. In a press conference at the Grove, Hudson confirmed that the Federation is now at war with the people of Elf Grove and that he would send his new Biglier planetary assault megaship to the area by the end of today. He also pledged to build a giant ice wall across the border with North Britain, which the people of Glittermally Vallow will pay for. Elf spokesman Tootsie Sugarplum said, This wall thing is a great idea. We can turn it into a candy cane mine and people will flock to it. We're happy to pay for the wall, but only in our elf currency which is hugs. He also sent a personal message to President Hudson warning, the president is behaving like a cotton-headed ninny muggins and will make Santa's naughty list if he isn't careful. We will keep you informed of developments as they happen. Right, we're just checking that our guest presenter has escaped from the clutches of Mr Dusty. Are you there, Juan? I appear to be here. Let's give this another go. I think it's left the studio and he's terrorising the staff in the canteen. 
Okay, okay. Give it a go. But if you get targeted again, just run and we'll cover you. I mean, uh, cover for you. Here we go. As Norma appears to have left Lou locked in his room for being naughty once again, it falls to me to do the necessary for the Hotbit team and bring you the latest update from Hutton Systems. Lou's left me, left me a lot of lovely reports and Hanky's been beaming information back from his colon all day. So I think I'm ready for this. Here goes. There has been an improvement in Hutton space this week, but unfortunately not strictly down to you truckers. Terrorists have managed to do what truckers have failed to do, drop the influence in Van Marlen's star. If we can keep that going for a couple of days, that will be lovely. We need to attend to the infrastructure failure in Y0855-0714, having won the war in Kokiri. That's the immediate priority. And apart from that, the systems are in a pretty stable state. There are quite a lot of stations that could do with lowering a little, but none are critical. So the message for this week is to clear the infrastructure failure, then move on to taking over Narenses. It's about time we got that sorted out. Over in Colonia, everything is in hand. We need to consolidate our positions so bounties can be handed in at tier, mission running should be done in all systems, and data can be dropped in Eel, Procol, Centauri, Dorizo, and Tier. That's all for this week. Over to Norma. And now for news of events organised by you, the Elite Dangerous Community. Commander Yannick has a couple of reports for us. Firstly, a brief update on the ongoing expedition Mercury's Wings. Link bit.ly slash Mercury's Wings. Where pilots are enjoying themselves with the usual craziness of mountain climbing, falling down, but, event- but unfortunately for us, nothing embarrassing to report. The other thing from Yannick is the date to put in next year's diary as it starts June 21st, 3307 for the Apollo 15 Anniversary Expedition. He tells us, The Apollo 15 Anniversary Expedition is the successor expedition to the Apollo 11 Anniversary Expedition. It's similarly an expedition with celebration of the Apollo 15 to the Hadley Apennine Mountains of the Moon. Apollo 15 is widely considered to be the pinnacle of the Apollo program and the zenith of manned exploration to date. All commanders, from new explorers to hardened veterans of multiple expeditions, are welcome to join us in celebrating humanity's greatest achievement. For those of you who like to sort out your diaries way, way in advance, Details of this expedition are on EDSM and we've created a short link to make it easy for you. bit.ly slash Apollo 15 It seems that last week's appeal on behalf of Commander Belwyn Darkstar regarding help with tritium as part of the Christmas Carriers Convoy 5 link is bit.ly slash Xmas Convoy 5 fell on deaf ears. The forlorn commander reports, No help arrived. I'm cancelling my trip to the high G world and Sagjir. I am just mining and saving up the tritium to get back to Wolf 562. It is okay. I will be lucky not to decommission my carrier. I have newer pilots aboard who would be stuck in Colonia. 
I will make it back to the bubble. The fleet carry is en route. We have enough tritium to make it. Hopefully this weekend. The cosmic... Sorry. Hopefully this weekend. The cosmic parrot, cosmic parrot will be back at Wolf 562. We wish Commander Belwyn Darkstar every luck. Do, did we miss an event that you know about? We are happy to publicise any community organised event, so please let us know and we'll include it in a future show. The more people who know, the more people who show up. And we're back. Thank you very much to the news team, to the emergency apology officer, and um, to, yes, the te- technical team who are currently chasing Mr. Dusty around the station somewhere. Hi, I think Mr. he's attempting Dusty. to... Oh, just lock the door. Someone lock the door. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> so, yeah, Mr. Dusty seemed to have attacked Commander Commander Chicks there, uh, who was obviously the... Uh, uh, Juan... Am I going to say the, the, the full thing? Juan... Juan Kerr. Um, this evening, I mean, you have to have a silly name if you're joining us in the studio. But thank you very much, and, and you know, sorry, sorry for the difficulties there, uh, Commander Chicks. That's fine. That's fine. I gave him um, fifteen names, and that's the one he chose. Well, <laughs> some of the others, some of the others were completely unbroadcastable. I mean, that's, that's probably the cleanest one. Though, at which point you changed your surname from Kerr to King, or King to Kerr, um, and nobody knows. But, look, thank you very much. We know you came on the show last week and, and you did uh, a little bit of extra for us and thought, oh, we thought we'd rope you in to do some of the news articles and show you behind the scenes about how the news works. We had a very flattering comment earlier in the day. Did anybody watch any of the live stream earlier? Yes. I did watch some of it. No. Five so hours the- of it. All five hours of it, yeah. I mean, it was it was it was a really nice yeah. thing for them to do for their anniversary, and it was lovely to see all the community team. Um, but they, they do their own; they've got their own little sort of super cruise news now, which which seems strangely familiar. I mean, it has news; <laughs> it's it's got Galnet, it's got uh, sports, the, it's got the web, it's got silly voices, yeah. silly voices. It's, cool. it's got o- a Scottish person. News. Yeah, it has a Scottish person. It has funny hair. <laughs> yeah, a Scottish person with funny hair, and and a guy with not much hair, and, and yes. beards. It's, anyway, but halfway through the 07 news segment, um, up pops somebody we've never heard of. We said, yeah, it's okay, but it isn't as good as Hutton News, which is not one of our regular... <laughs> it's not one of our paid audience. You know, it's not Litho Breaker who we pay to sit in the green room or anybody like that. It's somebody I'd never heard of as well. So we, we might actually have a listener a that we don't know listener? about. Wow, Two listeners. Genuine. Can you name drop? A lurker. No, my memory's not that good, unfortunately. It was flashing past so quick. There were something like 13,000 people in chat, and they're all attempting all sorts of exclamation mark commands. So the Paul Pilots Federation said, you don't need to put them at Twitch Drops. You don't need to put that in. But everybody just literally, paste, 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 paste. You see one person shout Twitch Drops, everybody shouted it. They did shout for the mug at one point, at which point there was four minutes of for the mug and nothing else in chat. (laughs) (laughs) Which was good fun. It was was really good fun. Um, So, yeah, but before we go on to talking about what they had in that and some of the exciting stuff they were showing off um obviously we've got commander chicks we've got amelia good Hello. evening good evening <laughs> that confused me <laughs> amelia, all of a sudden you sounded you sounded just like chicks there interchangeable <laughs> interchangeable yes i'll add that to my list of skills Yes, impressions of chicks. Yes, you have to take up exploring if you do that as well as your mining. Um, we, we have Palantir. 
You see, this is it's just <laughs> seamless. Do, it's it's just seamless. seamless. Okay. Um, Palantir? He's, he's, no, he's fallen asleep. Okay, good we don't evening, have Palantir. Good evening. <laughs> now, he, he sounds like deep chicks. And and we've got Commander Flossie. Hello. And 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 we've got Commander Ventura on the decks. Good evening. He's, oh, he's, he's there. And of course, we have the apology officer, who's going to apologise for everything by the, by the end of the show, because we will have. We, I'm sure we'll have dropped something else or set fire are, to it. Sometime. We are just so very sorry for you know everything. <laughs> this is a public announcement. If you see an unattended ventriloquist dummy on the parade. Do not approach it. I repeat, do not approach it. And that one's somehow, <laughs> somehow appropriate. After Sean's messing around <laughs> with his voice box, <clears throat> so uh, yeah, so that's the team we have for this evening. Now uh, we've, we've got some news. Obviously, uh, we we don't have Lou this evening. We don't have the Dead Meat GF. Dead Meat GF has, I think, Dead Meat GF's actually chasing Mister Dusty around the station, uh, or, or he's got the runs or something. I I, I can't remember. But he, he said there was a he said there was a problem with his mic, so we wouldn't be able to hear him. And bless him, he thought we cared. <laughs> well, I I heard he'd gone to the office Christmas Zoom party. Yeah, yeah. he's making work on that. Yeah, um, and is his chronic flatulence back as well? Well, uh, hopefully he's got a mute button so he can just pull the face on the screen. That's not 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 the full sound effect. So <laughs> um, I think I pulled that face earlier on that on a picture I put up on the Facebook page. Um, and and Galnet News is taking a week off this week. Boo, but it's fine, because Galnet News are saving themselves for that. I, th I think they normally do a review of the year at some point around they do, New Year. Yeah. So I, I, I think um, Commander Wotherspoon is sitting there with the crank handle, winding his batteries up, ready for his extended review of the year, which was... Um, They'll be yeah, saving the vocal cords. We don't begrudge him at all a week off. And um, so, yes, uh, Commander Wotherspoon will be back sometime soon. So we've got plenty of space to talk about the content of the stream now obviously the start of the stream was their own review of the year and i think it involved hutton 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 a little bit about the dark wheel <laughs> and lots more hutton with a sprinkling of flossy mm. <laughs> i, I mean, think we want to talk about flossy sprinklings well actually no it, i mean a bit like flossy's bit from uh, or norma's bit from in the news earlier it covered what all the groups have been up to so it, it covered the racing the buckyball races it covered the the sort of galactic expeditions it covered um all oh, the antarctic teams so commander dog's breath going down to the Antarctic or down to the antarctic with the mugs uh it covered oh crikey hot, hot, mess. hot, mess. hot, mess. The hot mess that's where i got mentioned in <laughs> yeah 55,000 stations in twenty thousand systems over 90 days by 321 commanders Yes, a good thing I had that ready, because um, I would never have remembered that. But yeah, so, but all the other groups as well. So you know, the, the races Operation Ida, or is it IDA, um, that, that uh, Atrus is so fond of talking about as well. They had a good mention about how every time Tharg sticks his head up anywhere, they just squash it. They just go <laughs> splat it. Yeah, Thargoids. Yeah, we got that. Um, about sort of repairing some of the stations. So all the community events, not just Hutton ones, but from the entire community. And it, it was a lovely review to look back over the entire year. An awful lot we've been involved involved in joined in and a lot of a lot of hutton commanders have been joining in um so it's wonderful to see all the the community created events as well as the the ones that they put up for things like uh, cgs talking of cgs flossy uh, we've got we do have your segment this evening yeah are we going to be having new news or new cgs no new cgs this week well but you have got news about old cgs and cc yeah. cggs yeah <laughs> so you've not got nothing 
No, I'm not. I do have something. <laughs> you have. All we need, Flossie. Um, so those of you who watched it, they, we, we watched the review of the year and then they did a little bit of racing, which we mentioned in the news and half one and laughed at everybody and was mean to Gambit. Um, and then they sort of launched up their, their big, we're going to have space legs next year kind of reveal. And it all got a bit violent. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was mm. pew, 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 shooty, shooty. Oh, no, they've started. We don't do Twitch drops on this channel. We don't need Twitch drops to get two listeners. <laughs> <laughs> and Lithobank says, don't drop mugs. No, we don't drop yeah. mugs either. Hashtag um, Twitch drop. <laughs> oh, God, don't do that. It'll go wrong. Um, so, yeah, it was it was all about combat. So they were, they were talking to the actual production team behind these things. And um, it looks quite exciting. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm, I'm going to just, just randomly pick somebody. I don't know, pick on somebody. Commander Chicks. Yes. <laughs> they were talking about spacesuits. They were. Um, four, four different kinds of spacesuits. Well, there are four, but one of the four, which they left <laughs> at the end, is your actual flight suit. Yeah, your, your underpants. Just you know, without, go out there in your underpants. Yeah, That's right, with or without elasticated waistband. Um, yes, the first one seemed to be something of an engineer suit. It's called the Remlock Maverick, and it comes with a... Almost like an art cutter, you know, like a. Oh, I saw that they were they were they were, they were hacking open a door. Yeah, yeah, that's, that looks looks good. That's very underhand. Well, we need one of those to break into the studio. I when think we if sort I of underhand. Yes. Yeah. Will it work on asteroids? Ooh. Well, what what can you cut? If, if if an art cutter cut, yeah, if an art cutter cut, what could an art cutter? Oh, there's a there's different. Oh, just be right careful. You just be very careful. <laughs> It yes. would only work on an asteroid if it was one-handed, because you'd need the other hand to hold on, of course. That's what the brace is for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it was That's a metallic asteroid, for, surely. Yeah. metallic asteroid, you could use out. your boots. Yeah, yeah, you could use your mag boots. Um, and then, and, and, but you would need yeah, your other hand to pick up the bits that you've blasted off. Well, vo- Velcro would be a Pockets. brilliant idea, of course. Pockets. You know, the asteroid would have to have the corresponding Velcro, so it's a long shot. Then the the next suit was the was the combat shooty shooty suit, um, which is made by Manticore. That's called the Dominator. The Manticore make weaponry at the moment, don't they? Manticore make um, no, they don't make the Olympus. They they make something already, don't they? The name is familiar. Um, mm. And one of the advantages of that suit is you can carry two primary weapons. So by implication, with the other. Uh, suits you can only carry one primary weapon so you can carry a spoon and a fork yes yes yeah right or, or three if kfs knife fork spoon or a spork if you have a spork, spork. you're okay then. spork yeah <sighs> here we go Mantic- just looking up manticore corporation produces weapons <clears throat> munitions and equipment it produces class one and two multi-cannons class two three and four cannons personal weaponry dumbfire missiles programmable limpet drones they are the limpet manufacturer mm-hmm. and pharmaceutical isolators so there you go. Mm. All and of that record combines. Record label to... of Emerson, Lake and Palmer. Yeah, and if you've <laughs> seen pictures of the Manticore suit, that's the one with the really, really chunky calf muscles. <laughs> it's sort well, of dark well, and menacing looking with really chunky need to get calf legs muscles. Done for that. Yeah. So yeah. what you're saying is your bum will look big in that? Oh, it does. It yeah, but, does nobody, will, but nobody will dare tell you. No. Uh, um, third one. Third and last suit. I didn't catch the manufacturer. Not that it's particularly important, um, but it's called the Artemis, and it's an explorer suit. So I imagine it keeps you alive for longer, and it's got 
you know, like a Mars bar in the pocket or some, you know, pick and mix. Instructions uh, on how to, to plant potatoes in bio-waste. In your mm. own, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think they described it as a survival suit, that one, and it comes yes. with it, all, all, the, all the sort of analysis tools you need to pick up a plant and go, oh, daisies, and stuff like that on, on far planets. Species. Well, grapple me great nuts. Yep, and, and so they, they, were t- they were talking about, um, yeah, the settlements you can go into and combat zones. Mm. So it sounds like, you know, when, when Hutton doesn't pay any attention to what you said earlier, or, or Dead Meat normally says, and forgets about a war in Kakari, we might be able to go and put boots on the ground and take part in person as opposed to it, it just in our ships as well. So, that, I mean, that all sounded exciting. It does sound, Amelia, yes. that thievery and daylight robbery appears to be the order of the day during this mm. this forthcoming update in that breaking in and stealing the power generator and running away giggling from um, settlements sound, seems to be a sort of a, a major part of your objectives going in nicking things they need and then running away seems you know, to be yeah wh- a why big did part you of it. why did you name drop me your because <laughs> <laughs> you had because you, you hadn't seen it you see i was i was filling you in because they've seen it <laughs> And you've got previous. Uh, yes, yes, yes. You keep nicking. You keep picking at the seams <laughs> on my my uniform, and I end up with big gaping holes everywhere. Um, but but yeah. So yes, yeah, so stealing power supplies and pulling out the power cables and and all sorts, and then you can take them to other settlements and plug them in, so we can sort of sneak into I don't know President Hudson's favourite place. What was it called? Um, Apology officer. What did, what was the name of the place? It was in for Elf something? Wasn't Elf it? Grove. Yeah, yeah. No, you want to be taking them from. He doesn't like Elf Grove. He doesn't see. We, we, no. we can take Glitter it from his Mal- to Elf Grove. Yeah, yeah. Glitter Mallow Valley specifically. Is that is that where Hobermallow comes from? Yes. Right. Yes. Um, it, anyway, they, so, they uh, breed them there in captivity. So yeah, it sounds like we've got spacesuits. We've got pew pew combat. We've we've got um, obviously this whole thing was focused on the the shooty shooty stuff, hmm. but it looked quite exciting. Oh, oh no, Mr. Dusty's come back. That's easy, no. that's easy for you to say. Commander Chicks, mm-hmm. Mr. Dusty's got you by the diddly doo dance again there. Yeah. He's got Norman Collier syndrome. Oh, Mr. Oh, nope. Give me a Right, somebody go and beat Mr. Dusty up. We'll get Chicks back in a second. It, well, I'm still here. Oh. oh, you're still here. You're back again. There we go. Oh, yeah. oh I know you're gone. No, he's gone again. He's gone again. No, he's back again. No, he's gone again. Sorry, 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 sorry. No, I'm fine. This is our recording. That's the that's the emergency automated apology officer. Oh dear, that's that's the yes, the chicks magnet. Um, sorry, chicks. Let's give that another go. And if 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 Mr. Dusty invades again, we're we're just going to detonate something at him, and um and I'll quiz somebody, some other victim like Flossie. No, that's it. No, he's got four different mm. types of... <laughs> four types? What? No. Uh, Mr. Dusty's completely broken the chicks. Um, Flossie, four, four types of spacesuit. Which one are you going for? Are you going out there in your underpants or are you going out there armed to the teeth with a pan? I'm definitely not going armed. Um... <laughs> so the survival no. suit for you is the thing, is it? Yeah. yeah. No, no combat for me. Yeah, with all the many fact, pockets. If it's all combat, I won't be playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, plenty of pockets, yeah. I have plenty of pockets. Yeah. That was the that was the first one. What was the what was the first one called? No, no, the the, the, fir- the first one was the utility one for cutting holes and things. That's yeah, that's what I'm going to go for. Yeah, that's the scavenger one. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's definitely the one for me. 
Yeah. Anyway, um, so we got those, but then they also said that you, and this was in some of the texts they put out during the week, that you're going to be able to loan people your SRV. And then they can. So you know, you can loan people your fighter at the moment. Mm -hmm. Begs a few questions. If you have two SRVs, can you loan one and use the one that you've got as well? As I want to know that. I do want to know that. But also, what happens if you loan somebody your SRV and then fly off giggling? <laughs> I mean, do they I have thought, to drive endlessly around the planet's surface scavenging for materials? I thought they always to... could, but you Taxi. could do it at the same time. But I know, um, and we in Main Longwell are on one another's ship. One could take the SRV, but the other one had to stay on the ship. One, you know, the pilot could take the SRV. But the multi crew, then the other person had to stay in the ship. Oh, yes, the other yeah. Didn't. Oh, yeah. But now, now you can let other people, you can give other people your keys, that's the thing, and trust them with your SRV. I'm just wondering how long it's going to be before the first person just sort of abandons them and flies off, that's all. <laughs> um, but it does sound like you've got a bit of a mix and match thing going on. So you've got one person in your, you know, in, in your in your crate and another one in the SRV. And um, and it oh, sounds like the things like EMPs that take yeah. out shields. Uh, the one person very cunningly asked, can we damage ships by running at them really hard? <laughs> <laughs> you can try. You can try. Yeah. I was thinking can, for the SRV you try as well. It, try, go down the port now and try it. <laughs> I was thinking for the SRV, what you could do so, as well is wait till somebody gets within about 10 metres of your ship and then move it back 10 metres and then move it back 10 metres and every time they try to dock, you just keep moving back. Yeah, yeah, well, there's that. There's there's also the, um, you know, accidental landing incidents. We're getting together for one of our base assaults, you know, when Flossie's nicely parked down on the surface in her SRV and then there's a couple of people stood around it ready to storm a base and then... I don't know, dead meat just comes in at full pelt in his cutter and splat. That's it, just, just splat. <laughs> and everybody becomes part of the geography. So we are looking forward to seeing how that's all going to work and whether playing splat the commander is an interesting uh, activity or not. Um, but, I mean, it does look all very exciting. We have no idea when it's going to be coming out, but I, we're already imagining a bunch of Hutton-related events. Uh, commander Palantir. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I mean, you know, a nice game of croquet. Yes, with, with with flamingos. Well, or you know, using the end of the butt of your rifle to tap around some of those materials. You know, you shoot them out from a rock, and then you tap them around nicely through little hoops or through the legs of waiting SRVs. You well, well, nice yeah, get an SRV to blow up a rock, and then you try and head it as it as, a, as it comes down on the low gravity have, world. Have you ever managed to catch one of those in the air in your SRV? Low gravity planet, blow up a rock, it shoots all those materials out, and then you jump your SRV and try and catch them with your scoop. <laughs> That's a fun no, game. I, I, I well, just you got can... the bit there is uh, with something shooting out of his butt. What was that? Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that was that was um, personal. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. Well, obviously, games of bulldog. It sounds like rugby. I mean, can you roll canisters? I mean, could you roll a canister of Hutton mugs down a slope and crush someone? Not that you'd want to, but you know, it's the kind of pastime we might want to be testing these, during these alpha. Questions need to be answered. These are the vital questions. Forget the FPS combat. Can you roll your hut and mug down a ramp? We See, have that's... also had questions about halo jumps off of uh, Crate Mark IIs or Crate uh, Phantoms. Or fly over so... with you standing on the top and it comes to a yeah. sudden stop and then you keep going. It's... No, you, yeah, you just, ah! you just, you just get, get a commander on board and then go up and up and up very gently, very smoothly, up and up and up until you get into orbit and then the commander jumps off the end and the heads planet planet side, you know, and the Bound style Garden of style. F- yeah, Felix Baumgartner mm-hmm. style. 
Oh, but Bum, Bumgartner style is, is, yes, definitely no parachutes. You've just got your Tigger mode. Yeah, Bum Clencher style. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> What's the highest velocity? Oh, I wonder if there's a velocity readout in your ship's readout. You know, can it tell how fast you're going at any point in time? <laughs> like if you trip down one of those steep, steep slopes outside, you just walk out of a you know compound and there's a steep slope and yes. you accelerate at speed. One of those sky ground, sky ground, sky ground things. <laughs> Bounce. <laughs> oh, ow. Yes. The old, the old um, Winnie the Pooh, you know, bouncing down the stairs on his head thing. <laughs> but uh, I mean, so yeah, I mean, there were loads of Hutton related activities. And, and um, as is traditional, obviously, once things like the Alpha drop, we're going to be putting a bunch of Hutton events together to see what we could break to help them find all the things that are breakable uh, and have a, a, a really good laugh. Um, messing around in the alpha, seeing what shenanigans we can get up to. And of course, these are the things that fuel our events going forward. So for 2021 onwards, we're looking at not just spaceship events and exploration events, um, maybe combat, but also planet side stuff now as well. So really looking forward to this. You know, we can have who can cut through that door fastest. I have no idea. Don't, don't you think that the instancing is going to be a very important thing here? Otherwise, how can we set the record for the biggest human pyramid? Oh, you see, yeah, you can go the full cheerleader, can't you? Mm-hmm. Flossy on the top, waving a little flag. Definitely mm-hmm. low G. Mm-hmm. On low G, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, um, we're, going get, we're going to get new engineers, too. Oh, we are going to get new engineers. So apparently you can you can put modules on your weapons and your suits to upgrade mm. them. And it, 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 if you do that, you then have to buy another suit to change it. So you can't undo it sounds like engineering on your suits. So you're going to have to go to an engineer and say, can I have a new one? Do it on this one. So then uh, it, it presupposes you've got a wardrobe. Mm. So, you know, Flossie goes to a ship and sort of leaves through, am I going to have this one or that one? And, you know, what shoes am I going to have to go with it? Because, of course, you can change your boots Book as well. Match things, yeah. You've got to yeah. accessorise. You've got to accessorise. Yeah. Am I going to clip that ammo pack onto my belt or am I going with the full, you know, pan, double pan, you know, yes. set up? Yeah. Um, do I want so, yeah, rockets I mean, or do I want a Dyson Hoover? Dyson yeah, the, 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 mm. the Dysonator the, for hoovering up planet Dyson stuff. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yep. Obviously, these things are sure to be adopted, a bit like the uh, the various names for other bits and pieces, friendship drives and um, the honk. Mm-hmm. They will have colloquial names. Yeah, don't do that in your spacesuit. No, don't honk in your spacesuit. Mm-hmm. You, Yes, uh, I went. To, I went to a. Yes. Um, I went to a talk once by um, Chris Hadfield mm. uh, about what happened when he went blind on a spacewalk because his suit leaked fluids into his eyes when he was on a spacewalk. Fascinating Ooh. talk about how not to panic when when floating above planet Earth mm. with nothing blind. around you but your spacesuit and blind. Uh, yeah, it's a and fascinating. Where did he get talk. the fluids? It was actually his tears that came mm. out of his eyes. Oh, so well, it was. Yeah. It, it was. I know there was there was actually a leak from something, and it got. It wasn't his own tears. It was a, a leak from something that was Ew. not necessarily caustic, but a chemical slightly got in his eyes. Anyway, anyway, look, we're, we're rambling um, on a bit. But if you have a chance to read about that, listen, listen to it. It might prep you for what's going to happen next year. Um, okay, so uh, oh, who should we ask? Who should I pick on next? Um, maybe the apology officer. Yeah. There is talking what? of engineers. Yes. And in the absence of a Galnet News Digest this evening, mm-hmm. a bit of an update. Yeah. Uh, there seems to be a, a thing going on with engineers. They're saying the effectiveness of engineers upgrading for ship modules will be boosted until the 7th of January, 3307. Hang on, this is very exciting. Does this mean that we can make super engineering? 
no, no, no. Manage your expectations on that one. What it does mean is, and I've tried this, is that you will get through the 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 spinning, you know, the circle thing when you upgrade and then you upgrade again. You press a button until it gets to yeah, the. Yeah, because when you're on circle. the low ones, you should like two clicks and you're all the way around the circle. Yeah, and then you and get to the last up, one. Yeah. Yeah. So if it was maybe, I mean, there's a, they're kind of set on maybe say five to ten percent of the thing per per attempt, and now they will be ten to twenty percent. So they've they've kind of you'll get through them quicker. So it costs you less materials to upgrade your stuff. Uh, I tried it in an FSD earlier, and it certainly used less materials and fewer or less materials, and um, it it just it was the same. There was no boost. There was no extra. Light year distance or anything like that, but I did get it. Oh, right, so there's no quicker. there's no top end benefit. It just means you no. get there quicker if you've not. You just get there stuff. quicker, and you use you don't use as many materials. And and Commander chicks, obviously, um, I mean Vox Galactica obviously were the first to publish this one as well because they've been interviewing some of the engineers as to how all of this came about and why they're doing it. No, yes, I am. Yes, I'm still reading uh, the article. <laughs> ah, right, <laughs> because I've had to this week. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> nothing like dropping our guest in, in on it. Yeah, but it understands there's a bit of a collaboration because they're really, really, really hacked off with this. It was an NMLA terrorist thing and yes. people's people slagging off Liz Ryder. And then she get the blame for it and it was the NMLA, it wasn't her. And so the, by in, in retaliation, they're just going to start giving away stuff cheaper, I think is the short version of it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Because the, everybody was really, really mean to one of their fellow engineers, so they're going to give it away cheap. Hmm, yes, 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 I'm st- I'm still reading. You've read it far quicker than I have. Yeah. <laughs> it seems to be a week for people giving things away really cheap. Mm. Yeah, I, obviously, because yes. these these ships as well. I have I have no idea what these guys are. I know. Let's try and take over Lacon by giving away cheap ships. Yeah. Now well, I know I'm not. You know, my 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 Harvard economics degree doesn't prepare me for this kind of thing. Um, but hey. Well, there is one, I mean, there is quite a, an ominous quote at the end of this where they said, um, I don't know who said it, but they've said, it's about time that we all started talking to each other. Our services are valuable to the whole galaxy. Great. It says, we deserve better protection. Maybe we have to start protecting ourselves. So I wonder what that's about. I do wonder, it's it's all, yeah, all these kind of corporations mm. and engineers, they've been very silent for a long time. Yeah. Um, so, it, I mean, it sounds like something is, is brewing there. Um, hey, maybe they're going to get together with Core Dynamics and Lacon. Or just between themselves. God oh, imagine what... an engineer design ship as opposed yeah. to, it'll have sort of bolt-on Kamitra cigars and a special dispenser for the, uh, for the alcohol. Yes, <laughs> Some, somewhere in it, and there's a, a special seat for the Sarge when he gets into a bit idgy widgy and uh, wants to uh, go blow things up. Yep. Um, but yeah, so I have no idea what Lake are up to. I mean, it seems to indicate to me that maybe somebody is trying to find the secret plans for new ships. But I mean, people have been asking for a long time for new ships. They hear about a ship manufacturer, new ships. It's got to mm. be, doesn't it? They're selling off the old stock. Selling off all the old stock to make room for new stock. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, uh, Amelia, obviously, yes. uh, going back to Hutton Systems for a minute. So that, that's all about the galaxy and the new stuff. And we do have to, and we're going we're gonna to drop chicks in a little bit because it is traditional when somebody stands in for dead meat <laughs> that we ask yes. a very, very important question. It's a very that, important that question. Because we, yes. we don't really understand what it all means. But no. you ask the question for us, will you? Commander Chicks, what yeah. does it all mean? 42. 40, uh, 
42 is a good number for Hot Pit. 42 mm. is safe, isn't it? 42 is, it's not gone pear-shaped, but it's a bit close. Oh, well, 40, yeah. 42 is concerning. It's the answer. 42 is concerning. Yeah, so, so for the uninitiated, um, Hutton has a bunch of systems, and um, unlike some naughty player groups out there, not mentioning the 11th by name at all, um, we're not expansionist, and we're not trying to take over everywhere, because it's a lot of hassle. So Hutton systems, and you can find them on, our, on the Hutton Helper page, we try and keep them at a, a level somewhere. Around 50%. 60% Ar- is too high. Yep. 40% is too low. Right, and obviously all the systems have their own custodian who, they, they don't do all the work there, but they keep an eye on it for us, mm. or do their best if they're not out exploring. So if a system is too high, what do we have to do? We do missions for the other factions. Right, and that them, brings them up. us down. Right, and if we're sort of down at the 40% end of things and it's all about to go a bit cocary on us. Well, it d- depends what state the system is in, but get your ass over there and sort it out, so... Do missions for us. Do then. missions for us, but a bit of might, bounty hunting. Yeah, it might be expiration date. Depends on the on the status, the state in the system. Now, you're talking about expiration data. Obviously, the the Hutton Helper has useful information on it. On on the home page, obviously, on the left hand side, it shows the current percentage, and then bottom left, there's a couple of buttons that say, you know, what state things are in. And that doesn't <clears> mean, oh my God, it's in an awful state. You've left it in a mess. <clears> it means sort of politically. What's going on there? Are there any at the moment that are sort of notable that we should worry about in that in that list? Or um, yeah, well, the active Van Marnens, as we said in the uh, in the news, is a little high. I'm just but it is in a nun state at the moment, which means it's it's no pirates that kind of thing. Mm. We're free to do everything. Yes. But looking at Wise 0855 we heard, I mean, you mentioned earlier infrastructure failure. Dum, dum, dum. One of the four horsemen of the BGS. Mm. Do we know? I mean, infrastructure failure means it's it, Mr. Dusty's been there first before coming here. And it means everything's off, doesn't it? I mean, you can't, you can't get missions. You can't do exploration data. It's a bit broken. Yes, a certain. I'm just looking at the stuff to import. So it's usually stuff like power generators and things like that. Bust. So the commodity markets on, and you just have to bring things in to fix the infrastructure failure. One of the downsides of infrastructure failure is it rampages around the systems. So if we get it in wise and we don't fix it, then it'll move to the near, next nearest system, and they they tend to spread these things. That's right. I think. Yeah. So food and machinery deliveries can speed up repairs in infrastructure failure systems. But on the conversely, obviously, over in Wolf Twenty Five, they've declared a public holiday. So Bonkers is on holiday. <laughs> And the plus side to public holiday is they pay loads more for your void opals. Really? Yeah, so we're currently in boom and civil liberty and public holiday, which is one off the sort of the top end of things. Hmm. Um, but but that means Wolf 25 at the moment is paying out really, really nicely for your sort of mind materials, Amelia. So mm-hmm. Bonkers is a great place to offload some of your mind materials, I think, at the moment, because it, it, that's the kind of thing that makes you loads of extra money, because they're feeling generous during holidays. They give away stuff, you know, like money. Nice. Yeah. Um, and, of course, the, there is one state that we really want to avoid, and that's the one if we go over the 60% end of things, Commander Chicks. Yes. Expansion. Be the exp- yes, the Christmas expansion. We, d- we don't like those. Unless it's in your flight suit. Well, I don't know. My flight suit's getting a bit tight with all this yeah, lockdown. Right? Elasticated yeah. waistbands. 
So yeah, that's a sort of short version of what it all means. Basically, boom, civil liberty, those kind of things are great. Mm-hmm. Investment's all right. Infrastructure failure is terrible. Um, and war, of course, as we just had in Kokari, was terrible. Congratulations to the team, by the way. They're putting in nearly $200 million in bonds uh, overnight. Managed to win the war. Uh, we have nowhere in outbreak this week. Um, Not even over in Colonia. No, or Epsilon India, I think, was the last one in the bubble. Well, that's good. Everything's fairly fairly yes. clean at the moment. And I don't think anywhere ever suffers from famine because nobody ever lets their systems go that low. So, okay, well, uh, thank you very much for the for, for your input onto that one. Uh, we might have to second you to Dead Meat's team and um, <laughs> yeah, put you in touch with Snuggles McKeague, who is the maestro at such things. If anybody is interested in messing around with the background, the BGS and political stuff and whatever else, over on our Discord channel or on the Facebook page, if you if you tag uh, Graham MK um, and say what, you know, give me a crash course, what are we up to at the moment? He's always willing to sort of take new players on to have a have a bit of a go at manipulating systems and their influence. So um, we're always after more people. And if you do enjoy giant games of space risk, then talk to Snuggles. I think it's the best way. Um, right, uh, Palantir, we have a birthday today. Yes, Salazan. Salazan, Salazan, he, he of, he of uh, tabletop elite gaming, mm. I believe, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and bearded fame as well. Did um, Yes, it, it's celebrating a, a birthday today, so happy birthday, Salazan. Happy birthday, uh, Salazan. Happy birthday, Salazan. We haven't, we haven't seen Salazan for ages because obviously we haven't had any events. But um, I've got to say thank you very much to Commander Cully because um, my robot arm has now come off and been replaced with a... Well, it's, it's a weapon from from uh, from a TV series. It lights up and it shoots missiles out the side of it and all sorts. So Does it make my pew, left arm, pew noises? It, no, it doesn't make pew-pew noises. I have to do them myself, apparently. Oh, and that's so bad. You don't like doing that much, do you? Oh, no. <laughs> Running around the house attempting to shoot the dog with a laser arm. Yeah. Um, but thank you very much personally to Commander Cully for sending that over. I mean, it is, you didn't have to do it, but it's it's really, really nice. I've now taken the robot arm off and I've replaced it with a, a stylish Mandalorian-style special. So thank you very much. Um, Flossie, next on our list, yes. we do have uh, an update from um, Simon Winnard from List oh, 69 yes. Mr. Shouty. Yes, uh, the Muggies, the nominations are now uh, ready for being voted on. So so they've shortlisted everybody? Yep, they have, yes. And if you go to https colon slash slash nominations dot for the mug dot com slash nominees dot php, you can vote for in all of the categories uh, for your favourite person. Well, not for the favourite, the most appropriate, not your favourite. Well, yeah, not your favourite. What you, the person... If we all voted for our favourite person, we'd all vote for Baz just to make him cry. I didn't mean it quite like that. (laughs) I meant the person you think should have that particular category. Absolutely. Not your favourite person, necessarily, no. No, no, well, you could do that, but obviously, yes, the, the most appropriate winner for Minor of the Year or Top Trucker, yeah. those kind of things. And it's open to everybody. It's not just for, for Hutton Truckers. Uh, it does log your um, your name and your IP address and all sorts, so no being sneaky. Um, right, and um, Amelia, there's a message from Graham MK. I have no idea what it means. He says, we've taken all the liquor out of Mansfield, having to switch to beer. Only need 1,000 tonnes or so more to fill the carrier. Yeah. Oh, is this something to do with a Christmas convoy and loading up with beer to take for Christmas well, partying? 
Well, there's it, all sorts of stuff going on in Discord, and, and I can see that uh, old Rincewind Cymru has been saying they've been loading up a carrier. They, they started off with over 5,000 tonnes of liquor in Mansfield Orbital, and it's empty now, yeah, basically. Yeah, and I've got uh, more on that in my bits further down. Ooh. Right, so basically we're, we're robbing all the booze out of some of our stations to take somewhere, and we're sticking them in our fleet carrier. Oh, that's, that's the short of it. Yeah. Does that yep. include all the Centauri gin? Yeah, I don't think. Yes, the has anybody been out there to get those? Yeah, it sounds like yes. They're rubbing it from everywhere. Our our gin and our bourbon and and all of the uh, all the liquor. Um, There's a Wolf Rayet Nebula tour on Saturday um, being hosted. Is that a hot box thing? It's not specifically a hot box thing. Commander Showside Customs has arranged it, Um, and it's one of those kind of you know you just come along and we'll go at our own pace and we'll meet up whenever two people are close, that kind of thing. So it's quite laid back, but uh, he's listed an itinerary of places to go. So we start off with a couple of uh, orange giants and a few things to look at, and then we head out to the, uh, um, I think it's the Helix Nebula for the uh, for the first of the, the meetups, and then there's a few nebulas and get us back by <laughs> Wednesday night. Right. Yeah, as laid back as hot box gets. <laughs> yeah. We're always laid back. It's like, let's just go and do some stuff. <laughs> you zip around the, around the galaxy, right? Oh, goodness. It's, oh, it's not that far. It's only a couple of thousand light years out. Yeah, it's not yeah. Far. <laughs> right. Well, that's that's taking place on Saturday. Saturday. Um, yep. Just basically get get gear, yeah, get onto the get get onto. Uh, your, your team yeah. speak or your Discord chat or into your hotbox chat and hop, hop aboard. Watch the Facebook page for more updates. I'm pretty sure they're putting more details up there. And uh, go and join in if you're at a loose end on Saturday. Um, other than that, we've got a bit of an update for everybody on Baz and how Baz is doing. Uh, Baz's recovery. For those people that know, obviously, Baz from Special Effect and the, the banter bus was brung low. He was, his ship was boarded. He was bumped over the noggin and um, he took one for the team and he's uh, been recovering. Well, he didn't really. He, he uh, wasn't very well and he uh, got taken to hospital and he's on the path to recovery. Um, he's been having a, a really good week. He's really positive. He's throwing himself into his, his rehab and the physio and all sorts to get his movement back again. Um, apparently, he's beginning to get something happening back on his right side so he's beginning to get something you know working again with his um with his uh starboard side so he's beginning to get a little not not necessarily movement but twitching and moving the control is beginning to return his speech is improving and he's charging around the place on a, what's called a quad stick oh yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, but he is now mobile again, once again on his quad stick, and um, so he he does feel there is some feeling coming back to his uh, his right side as well. He doesn't want to get too excited, mm. but he is very very hopeful. Um, obviously, his family have been looking after him wonderfully, as has Ali from Special Effect, and um, it's lovely to get all the updates. We haven't shared too many recently because there were an awful lot of them coming through, which basically said another day, a bit more physio. But when we get the sort of the big announcements on how he's doing or any messages, we will put them back up on the Hutton Facebook. Page. But obviously, we wish him all the very best with his recovery. Um, he is beginning to feel a little bit more human now as well. The noticeable change, apparently, that when he discovered the West Brom manager got sacked, he dropped an F-bomb out loud. And the fact that he's effing and, effing and jeffing out loud means he's definitely beginning to feel a little bit better. <laughs> Sounds like it. So, but, yes. but still still listening to Port a bit? He's still listening to Port a bit. But, um, yeah, I mean, certainly there's some really encouraging news about... 
about how he's doing and obviously he did send us a picture the other day and a bit of love to everybody and, and thank you for the messages so we'll carry on feeding your messages to him and obviously sending him all the good vibes to make him feel better as fast as possible right lots of banter this week because we were covering a bit for um, a, a gap from because of the galnet um so palantir You've yeah, got the running order for the rest of the show. Away early, wouldn't we? <laughs> no, no, they've got they've got nothing else to do. We're in lockdown, aren't we? I and mean, now that yeah. we're in triple triple lockdown. Oh yes, and yes, I go into tier three on Saturday. Yes, yeah, lovely. So I'll be sitting at home, unable to do lots of things I wasn't going to do anyway, <laughs> like write the scripts for next week, <laughs> yeah. personally. Yeah. Oh no, we don't do that. Okay, um, well, look, I introduce our first bit for us, and then we will, um, we'll, oh goodness, it's this one. Uh, we'll move along um, to Flossie, I think. After well, you've got two two sketches yeah. and a bit of Flossie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, without wishing to give the game away, the subject of this song is an old favourite of ours. It's quite apposite, given the topic of the Galnet Food Digest later. So sit back and enjoy the dull set tones. Oh, sorry. That should be dulcet tones of everybody's nightmare uncle, Cecil B. Trumpington. To Alvin DeFear from Cecil. I realised, old boy, that I hadn't written to you in an awful long time. So to make up for it, I thought I'd sing you a little song. Here you go. Slow down, you fly too fast. You've got to make the journey last. Just knocking back another gin, and looking for fun and feeling woozy. Ba-da-da-da-da-da-da, feeling woozy. Oh, bugger, I've dropped my gin. Oh, hello, outpost. Um, which pad's going? The need to pee is rapidly growing. Ain't you got no mugs for me? Doobie doobie, I'm feeling woozy. Ba da 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 da, I'm feeling woozy. You know, I'm not sure I've got my timing right. I got no deeds to do, no pirates to kill. I'm dapper and drowsy and feel really quite ill. Let the warzone attack poor little me. I love you, Lael, despite being woozy. There you go, Alvin. Um, if you could pass that along to darling Lael for me, I would be eternally grateful. Now... Where did I put my swizzle stick? And thank you very much, Cecil. Um, coming up, we've got the inimitable Flossie with the latest on all, latest on all the sketch. No, I've, that's confused me. Oh, yeah. After the sketch. Um, oh no. <clears throat> no, it's confused me. We've got stuff coming up, and then Flossie with CG News, CC, CC, CC News, and the CC Senior updates. But before that, it's repeat time once again on Hutton Orbital Radio News as we disinter an old sketch in the hope that anyone who heard it the first time is probably old enough to be sipping their Horlicks by now. So it'll seem fresh to the rest of you. Please ignore any references to an upcoming inaugural flight by Commander Jameson. <laughs>
It was quiet out there in space. Too quiet. Hadn't had a client in three weeks. Spent my evenings tuning into the wireless, hunting for a signal that needed my help. Canon Interstellar Research Group is what it said on my door. Sounds grand, but most of my time was spent eating biscuits. Digestive biscuits. Until one evening. Dr. Arcanon, they're reading your mind. Oh, not with my new hat. The signal, it becomes clear. What does it mean, Doctor? Mein Gott! The aliens! The signal! They say... Doctor Arcanon? Doctor! No! This was it. Payday. Too big for me. I turned to Galnet and started penning a small ad. Help wanted. Strange signals. Send mathematicians, tinfoil hat specialists, and conspiracy theorists. Apply now. Register at canon.science. I had to write that three times. That's C-A-N-O-N-N. God knows why. That dame sounded like she needed my help. Not sure about the professor. He sounded beyond help. As long as it says Canon Interstellar Research Group on the door, I would decipher those signals. When the universe is in trouble Bug infestations in the bubble Your home stations burned rubble What on earth can we do When your faction leader's a dog And your daily tasks are a slog You're feeling like a youth cog What on earth can we do now Interstellar initiatives Let Flossie tell you what it is Then you can get involved with this news Should listen to what Flossie says Interstellar initiatives Flossie tells us what she thinks it is Then you can get involved with this Now you should listen to what Flossie says Listen to what Flossie says. What on earth can we do? Do what Flossie tells you to. What if she talks nonsense? Interstellar initiatives. Let Flossie tell you what it is. Then you can get involved with this. You 
should listen to what Flossie said. Now we heard what Flossie said. We can put this matter to bed. Just keep a voice in your head. Flossie told you what to do. Hello, Flossie here with this week's CG, CCCG and whatever the other event news. There are no new CGs this week, sorry. Last week's CG, protect the serious corporation campaign to establish Marlinist colonies. This was completed around 3.50 UTC on Wednesday morning. Tier 5 reached 160 billion 1,960,496 credits were earned. And deliver goods to support serious corporations' campaign to establish manless colonies finished just short of completing at Tier 5 with 39,585,427 tonnes collected out of 40,000. Uh, 40 million, sorry. Each completed tier will provide the resources to populate two systems listed in order of priority HIP 22550 and IADs Sector RO-P B6-6, LP659-31 and IADs Sector LX-T C3-30, IADs Sector SU-C A14-1 and Hyades Sector RO-P B6-2, Hyades Sector VP-N B7-4 and Hyades Sector AB-M B8-2. I haven't included the other two which won't get built because these are the ones which will get built because we reached Tier 4. Right, and we have a possible CCCG. Rackman's Peak Outpost marks Galactic Zenith. Multi-billionaire Zachary Rackman's new <coughs> orbital outpost at the Galactic Zenith is now operational. Rackham's Peak is situated in the HIP 58832 system, one of the highest practical locations above the Galactic Plane. Its construction was funded by Rackham Capital Investments in conjunction with Universal Cartographics and other scientific research companies. Traders have been welcomed, although the increased distances between stars at the galaxy's fringes means that vessels with a high jump range are recommended. Rackham's Peak is currently offering high prices for deliveries of beer, liquor, wine, bass snake gin, Centauri Mega Gin, Chateau d'Aigle, <laughs> Iranian Pearl Whiskey, Gerasian Gouyeuse Beer, Harmer Silver Sea Rum, Indie Bourbon, Conga Ale, Levian Brandy, Leastian Evil Juice, Saxon Wine, Zutis Cream, more on that later, and Wuthilo Crew Froth. Mr. Rackman officiated at the outpost opening ceremony, which was followed by an extravagant press party for media representatives and attending celebrities. He gave this statement. 
the top of the galaxy is now open for business. Rockman's Peak is a free port where everyone is welcome. A place where explorers and entrepreneurs can enjoy drinks while overlooking the entire Milky Way. Aim high, commanders. In related news, Rackham Capital Investments has agreed to pay a repairs bill from Universal Cartographics for the outpost sensor and array control systems, which suffered fluid-related damage during the party. If anyone is interested in taking rares to the outpost, Graham MK is planning to take a carrier there after possibly doing a tour of all the stations to fill up first. Going for gold too. Not a lot of progress this week due to other events happening. CGs and a war in Corkery taking up a lot of time. This week's exploration total, 2,757,174,474. And the current exploration total, at least as of a few hours ago, 145,816,000. Million two hundred thirty-four thousand and seventy-one. Top five overall: Chicks with nearly seventy-five billion. Duckface nearly nine billion. Montgomery Python with seven point seven billion. Evil Flash six point three billion, and the Shrike four point four billion. We are still well ahead of second place in the exploration leaderboard. With sixty-nine billion two hundred eighty-six million three hundred eighty-two thousand five hundred eighty-one points, and that's it for this week's CCCG CG Interstellar Initiatives news. Flossie told you what to do. Thank you, Flossie. I've only been in the stereo for five minutes, and I've learned such a lot. For example. Did you know that the stores do not actually keep something called a long wait? I'm going to pass this telescope back to my new friend, Harry Balzac, and try to work out where this black ring came from around my eye socket. Whilst I do that, it's over to the apology officer for this week's Hutton Sports Report. Welcome to the Hunt Sports Report, a deep dive into the boggy morass comprising the doings of the people of the Milky Way. The Hunt Sports Report is sponsored by the Hutton Helper, the only third-party resource to come with a free diamond. Well, it's a lump of coal, same thing. This week's end-of-season floaters in the porcelain bowl of sports are the All I Want for Christmas is an Advanced Planetary Probinator Stakes, the If You Thought Santa's Sack Was Big, Then Cop A Look At This season finale, the Last Minute Shopping Trip to Get A Fondue Set for Auntie Doreen Challenge Cup, the Santa Came Down My Chimney and I Want Him Arrested Cup, the More Slaying Than Santa On A Busy Day Battle Royale, and the Chris Ria Driving Home For Christmas Memorial. The All I Want For Christmas is an Advanced Planetary Probinator Stakes ended in a resounding victory for the Shriek, despite a good showing from Comet Born. The If You Thought Santa's Sack Was Big, then cop a look at this season finale, was comprehensively won by Jitar Berel, who was promptly arrested for indecency. Not even gross indecency. The last-minute shopping trip to get a fondue set for Auntie Doreen Challenge Cup was cancelled, as Auntie Doreen still has her one from 1973. The Santa Came Down My Chimney and I Want Him Arrested Cup 
goes to Alex Zuno, who cleaned up the rest sites as only Alex Zuno can. The more slaying than Santa on a busy day battle royale saw Bicab swagger into Hutton with the most severed heads, much to the annoyance of Shattermage, who was just setting up a tasteful display of the severed body parts he had collected. The Chris Rhea Driving Home for Christmas Memorial has been cancelled this year as the gravel-voiced 20th century singer slash cyborg was already at his home port. Commanders Bicarb and Sky won a decal this week. Just email itookpart at huttonorbital.com for your kit which this week contains a template made of wrapping paper, PVA glue, armfuls of glitter and a selection box for being good. So... Make this song your own, standard buffet rules apply, and we change ends at half time. The classified results are The Shriek, 130. Cometborn, 94. Jitar Barrel, 84. Rinswin Kimru, 33. King Hanky, Hanky Clone, 2276D, 171. Poltergeist, 118. Alex Zuno, 1,103. Speedcuffs, 140. Bicarb, 458. Shattermage, 272. Sky, 921. Iron Beagle, 679. Queen of the South, 2. Adrianians, 2. East 5 5, 4 for 4. Queen of Kakari, 0. Hutton Academicals, 0. Santa vs Krampus has gone into extra time. And that's your end of season classified results. We are showing six runs to Hutton this week, always respectable times. Closest was Evil Flash with a time of 1 hour, 23 minutes, and 44 seconds. You only have to shave off 1 minute and 14 seconds. To beat the record set by British Riverboat. Are you on your ho-ho holidays already with nothing to do? Did you get all of your presents wrapped back in July? Are you already so full of Quality Street that you can't get off of your chair? Why not stave off the boredom by signing up to the Hutton Helper before whiling away the hours shooting, stealing, delivering, flushing or probinating all of the things? Just go to hot.forthemug.com to sign up for the Hutton Helper. Let's face Face it, anything has to be better than fighting your way clear of a food coma, only to realise that you don't have a plan for when the commode fills up. That's all from me. Happy 295th of March. Thank you, Mia. It doesn't matter what time of the year it is, it always seems to be the right time for decorations. Sorry, I'm going off now to beat myself senseless with a copy of the Argos catalogue as punishment. You lot will hear a short reminder for the Fuel Rats poster competition, then Commander Ventura will explode trying to push buttons fast enough to put up the music for Amelia Hawk and the Gownet Food Digest. Submit your poster for the 100,000th rescue of the Fuel Rats. Receive glory and the winner will even get a real-world HOTAS controller by Frontier. Details at contest.fuelredart.org. This is Ovelia Song, Freck Curator for the Fuel Red Artist Collective, signing off. Good evening. This is Amelia Hawk reporting for the Gullnet Food Digest. I try the galaxy's most rare and dangerous foods, so you don't have to.
recovering from last week's startling revelations about the origins of the previous rare good, this week's one sounds, on the face of it, to be a simpler affair. Kingsbury Dock, in the Thrutus system, is home to a dessert aperitif and cocktail ingredient that is as much sought after by gastronomic alchemists and the kinds of mixologists usually reserved for those very expensive bars that you have to queue to get into, and that's even if you have a reservation made a year in advance. Thrutus cream uses ingredients sourced from the planet below the station, an Earth-like that has a habitable but rather chilly environment, with average temperatures on the planet hovering just above freezing. The northern and southern regions are winter wonderlands, blessed with frequent snowfalls and pine forests. Head below the tropics and you're into a more lush landscape, blessed with frequent rain, cloud cover, and very little in the way of arid desert. The whole planet's flora and fauna are more colourful than you're used to on other planets. A full palette of natural oranges, reds, blues and purples. Thrutus cream itself is a fermented drink, not dissimilar from Advocat. It's made with fermented milk and egg yolks, which gives it a silky texture. Though it's thicker than you would expect and it's presented in very small glasses alongside a ceremonial and traditional spoon with which to ladle it into your mouth. Where it differs from Advocat is in the origins of the milk and the eggs. A planet as lush as this, with an absence of the most extremes of temperatures, has led to giantism amongst many species. Source of the cream is no exception, the Thrutus giant rat. One of the largest omnivores on the planet, the rat is an opportunist that wastes nothing. And that's shown in the huge sizes that they grow to. Herd rats roam plains, foraging, grazing, and even engaging in carnivorous pursuits as they see fit. Mainly nocturnal, they prefer to doze during the day in the shade of a tree, becoming more active at night. The rats are relatively docile, presumably due to their large size, which is larger than a bull elephant back on Earth. The females are blessed with mammary glands that keep their abundant progeny well-fed. Whilst the adults are enormous, their young are born small, smaller than a house cat, but the protein-rich food from their mothers affords them exceedingly fast growth, reaching the size of a cart horse in under a year, at which point they're weaned and make their own way in the world. The local population have virtually domesticated the rat, and milk production is a major industry here. The Thrutus cream, however, needs two more ingredients, an exceedingly rare yeast and the egg yolk of the Thrutus purple turtle. Combined and fermented in the dark for a number of years, the product is collected via very, very slow drops into a waiting vat below. The rat milk itself is low in carbohydrate and exceedingly high in protein compared with cow's milk. Often dried, Thrutus rat milk is used as a protein supplement both for sports people and to enable pilots to maintain muscle mass out in deep space. The turtle yolks, though, are where the real rarity of this drink can be found. The purple turtles are a terrifying beast 
that can be found near many bodies of water. Both fresh and seawater varieties exist. They're the size of dinner tables. Their bodies are shaped more like a torpedo than a disc, and their carapaces are armored not unlike an ankylosaurus from prehistory. They're voracious, vicious, and their bites are known to be able to shear steel plate. They're hunters, lying in wait in shallow waters before devouring their prey. Everything from passing herbivores to the throatish giant rats. They guard their nests fiercely, but their eggs are much prized. The yolk is naturally purple, rich, and delicious. And it's this yolk that turns the basic rat cream into the thick delight that is throatish cream. Their shells are impervious to laser weaponry, sharp implements, and even minor munitions. Anything larger, and the detonation is likely to, de to destroy the nest as well. Hunting them is a specialized task that uses reinforced forklift trucks to overrun the beasts before they can attack, leaving the hunters to pillage the nests of a few choice eggs. Miss a nearby second purple turtle, though, and you're in for a nasty surprise, as they'll just as happily snack on you as they will a resting rat. I've been served a glass of this drink. The purple color is vivid. And turning the glass upside down, it isn't moving at all. I'm reliably informed that it is still a drink, as it's liquid. Just a very, very thick one. I'm not convinced, as Tasting it with my ceremonial spoon, it's the first drink I've ever had to chew. Setting aside for the moment the mental image of rows of giant rats in a milking parlour, or killer snapping purple turtles sneaking up from behind, the protein-rich alcoholic drink is tangy, silky, and potent. I can feel my eyes crossing after just one glass of it. It's expensive, hard to obtain, Definitely alcoholic and unique in the galaxy. It's served with my dessert this evening, a fine piece of, piece of puff pastry filled with thick whipped rat cream. I'm Amelia Hawke, and if I have much more protein from these drinks, I'm worried that I'll start looking like a Schwarzenegger. If you've ever been surprised by the milky products from a giant hairy rat and a dangerous looking purple turtle, you've never lived. Once again, I'm reporting for the Gullnet Food Digest. We drink things fermented from rat's udders, so you don't have to. Thank you very much, Amelia. Crikey. Giant milkable rats. <laughs> giant milkable rats and giant purple turtles that... Killer uh, purple yeah, turtles. Sure, yes. That would kill you as soon as look at you. Well, here's the thing. When, 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 we, when we look into these strange systems and we, we start investigating them, one of the things we do is look at parallels here on Earth. And we, we look at, well, you know, milking rats... 
you know, is this actually is it actually possible? So, you know, um, Commander Palantir and I did some research earlier, and aside from the the episode of The Simpsons, where where um, what is it, Tony, the the, the mobster, mm. actually was milking rats and selling it to kids, as I recall. Oh, oh, oh I still haven't, I, I still have emptied the bucket. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> yeah. um. <laughs> Uh, we understand that it is actually possible here on <laughs> um, planet Earth as well. And and yes, rat milk does contain 31.7% protein and only 11.8% fat and 40% carbohydrate, which means it is massively, massively full of protein. And in fact, it is actually a more ethical product than cows because they produce a tiny fraction, not just because they're small. But if you took 600 rats, which produce about the same amount of milk as one cow, they produce less methane than cows do. So there you go. We had to look all of this up when we were investigating your item there. But not only that, there are actually killer turtles out there. Yes. Oh, sorry. On a parallel mental note to the milking, in the movie Dune, you had milking cats as well. Yes, they do yes. milk all sorts of things. Yeah, <laughs> just, it boggles the mind, really, because we're so used to, you know, we get milk from a cow, we get milk from a goat, but from a rat, but... Uh, all sorts of animals, I suppose, it's theoretically possible to do so. Tastes better than well, dog. Any any yeah. mammal, any mammal that yeah. has mammary glands, really. And in fact, we we actually yeah. have really, really, really dangerous turtles here on planet Earth as well that are very similar to the ones over on Thrutis too. Are, are they purple? Yeah, uh, well, they they they're not far off. They're very very dark in colour, and they're, they're, mm. their shells are armoured. And here we go. It's called the alligator snapping turtle, which is not yes. related to other snapping turtles or alligators. Take your arm or, or alligators. It, it's it's its own. It's, it's not related to the common snapping turtle. Not that they're very common, but they are uh, viciously viciously dangerous. Here <laughs> we go. Um, it, the alligator snapping turtle seemingly hunts at night. Um, it attracts fish and other prey by sitting at the bottom of murky water and his jaws. Hang open um, and the back of its throat looks tempting like a small pink worm and then it lures the prey in and i thought oh this is okay they, they only they only catch um small things yeah but then you start looking through to it and they actually eat birds and other animals mm -hmm. and aquatic rodents yeah uh, and bigger and gets bigger and bigger and yes they they are uh, including killing alligators oh god oh god that's so when they say they're alligator snapping turtles, it's probably yeah. because they kill alligators. Yeah, they snap at alligators. <laughs> yes. Um, so they, yeah, they, they eat muskrats and squirrels, mice, opossums, raccoons. Mm -hmm. They even are known to hunt and kill armadillos. Oh God! <laughs> so you think you think this stuff out there in the in the universe is sort of wow, weird alien stuff? No, we we've got it here on Earth as well. Yes, there are turtles out there that will hunt and kill armadillos. They would still get beat up by a honey badger, though. I don't know. The, these are the, the the honey badger of the of the tortoise and turtle yes. world. You know, the the uh, Chelonian version of the uh, of the honey badger. These things are proper bastards. <laughs> Hungry so, bastards. So, so, yeah, we, we looked into it and, and discovered that actually everything on Earth is just as strange as anything Amelia eats out there in space. <laughs> Tell you what I don't fancy, milking a giraffe. Why <laughs> yeah. well, don't you just, you just reach your hands up over your head and... Uh, yeah, and then you got to say, it's dangerous on those bloody stepladders. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you're the apology officer and it's a really tall ladder. Hey! Haters... <laughs> <laughs> Heightist and anti-Scots-ists. Yes. Who said that? 
Yes. Anyway, we've had an emergency broadcast arrive as well from uh, from one via one Montgomery Python who looks after our Inara squadron. Uh, greetings, Commander. This is f- through him, not from him. I present myself as one of the leaders of the investigation order A fifty one, better known as OVNI. Message represents a peaceful and negotiating statement to our new expansion into one of your systems. Specifically speaking, PSPFLF two. Not pest flaps. Our faction is relatively new compared to yours, and we're looking to stay on good terms and neutral in our area. Phew! Due to our location, uh, we'll meet many more factions that are close to us. My interest is negotiating the system, and guarantee we'll be in harmony with it. Um, How far will you let us acquire the system? Commander Chicks, how far will we let them acquire PSPF LF2? Not at all. Minus 1%. Are you interested in maintaining the system, or is it not important? (laughs) You keep your hands off our piss flaps, is what we're going to say. Yes. Yes. Um, would it bother you if we were present in the system, though? There's an interesting question. Commander Chicks, what do you think Hutton's answer is to that one? As long as they behave themselves. That's exactly what we said, and Alvin says, yes, as long as you behave yourself. Um, they will appreciate our honest responses. My most respectful regards, Koi80. Commander Koi80, thank you very much for getting in, char- in touch. You're probably not listening to this, but we will send you a copy of this broadcast as well. Um, yes, we do love PSPFLF2. It is one of our earliest systems. I can't remember, Flossie, do you remember? We've had it for a long time, haven't we? Oh, yes. It was certainly maybe top, top, top five, something like that, of the first five mm. we acquired. Yeah, I think so. And, and it yeah. features, features heavily in the news, particularly when um, Lou is being rude. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, we do we do like PSPFLF two, and we, we would rather you didn't um, invade and try and take things. But you're more than welcome to stay and hang around a bit if you want to. So um, yes, the OVNI, welcome to Hutton Space. Please wipe your boots. And oh, yeah. if you're not if you're naughty, you're going to get sent to the naughty step. I think yeah. that's about it. Yeah. Um, well, we have, we, I've had we, I've had an I've had an update on about Cochrane message, but we we've had that. From Commander Alex Zuno, who, as we know, is a bit of a pew 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 merchant. Oh yeah, pew pew brap. Yeah. I mean, giving yeah. giving our very own tyrant a run for his money in the yes. all time stakes. So he has a message for us uh, from Commander Alex Zuno, the Imperial Navy Intervention and Rescue, for the attention of the Hutton Orbital Truckers Cooperative. Well, I arrived in Kokiri to find an early EDF head start, but we turned it around and we broke them. A few stragglers remain presumably replete with contracts which are more costly to terminate than to retain, but your enemies have relented and your grip is reasserted. The war has weakened you both, and to such an extent that the coalition of minority interests could easily overwhelm the balance of power. For what my modest advice is worth, I recommend ruining the EDF further by driving them again into war with other encroaching aspirants below them, leaving you free to bolster your own economic position unmolested. Don't tell anyone that bit. For now, please rally your commanders and rebuild your system. From Commander Alex Zuno. Well, we would like to to pass on our thanks to the Empire for their assistance um, and and to, to Alex Zuno as well. Uh, Lovely to have them aboard. Yes, a lot lot of people were putting in a lot of effort there to make sure. Now, we'd like to make it absolutely clear at the end of the broadcast here that the EDF themselves, the the, the pilots of the EDF, um, have not been involved in this. It's their naughty NPCs got a bit out of control. 
Uh, the EDF and Commander Sorindo have been in touch with Snuggles McKeague and said it weren't us, honest Gov. And actually, we do trust them because we know we know them fairly well these days, and we've got a very peaceful coexistence with them. Um, the naughty NPCs ran away with things. I think the four horsemen of the uh, BGS uh, were involved in this one. Uh, the NPCs have suit- been suitably chastised now and stuck back in their box, and we, we are trusting there will be no further troubles over in that system. Of course, if there are, we'll just go fix them. But anyway. Um, so, yeah, we obviously, um, Commander Chicks, uh, that means we, we have won the war, which means we have gained 5% of influence in the system, but obviously standing instructions from the Hot Pit team about it would be to do what in Kokari now? Uh, main, maintain boom. and Yeah, switch from boom, the, the pew-pew kind of boom, to the other kind uh. of boom. And make sure our influence stays, as you said earlier, between the uh, 40 and 60%, preferably slightly higher up. Mm, End of e- things. E- EDF are six percent behind Hutton Truckers at the moment, but the Kokri Liberals are only one and a half percent below them. So we can push that into a war, like is rumoured. Yes. So obviously we were down at sort of the doldrums of twenty-seven ish percent somewhere, somewhere like that, uh, fairly recently. So we do need to get the influence there back up again. It still needs a wee tickle. It, it needs a tickle. Twenty-seven point two is. Definitely too low. We need to be double that. Hmm. So, yes, if anybody is feeling bored and wants to do some stuff, I think a bit of trucking into Kokari and a bit of missions there. We are in boom and civil liberty, so things will accelerate rapidly. But if there are any pilots free, then please do feel free to go to Kokari and get us back up to where we should be, which is not 27%. There we go. Getting towards the end of the show, then, thank you very much to our listener for tuning in this evening. We've had a pile of you over in the Twitch chat. Um, We will be processing and uploading this video for your delectation over the next 24 hours or so. And also, uh, Normski will be doing his wonders and turning the, the sort of fiery pit that was everything catching fire and going wrong earlier into a smooth. And Amelia, how would we describe it? Seamless. Seamless experience for our podcast listeners over the next few days. I would say say he could spin straw into gold, but believe me, that's not straw. Um, No, a silk purse out of a sow's ear, I think, is the phrase, isn't it? But um, I think think it's a pig. (laughs) To the whole pig. No, yes. Well, thank you very much to the radio team and, of course, for Commander Chicks for joining us this evening. We did rather drop Chicks in at the deep end with lots of questions. So thank you, Commander Chicks. You, you already have a mug and you can't have two. So Thank you. But hopefully you've managed to go and pour yourself a Centaurian Mega Gin and sip it from your mug later. Still on tea, trying to stay sober. <laughs> oh, we didn't bother. Or at least I didn't um, this evening. Little Burke is asking what to do for the next couple of Thursdays. Oh, oh, of course, that's a very good point. Okay, so um, next Thursday, people will be celebrating all sorts of stuff. We will be putting something out. It it won't necessarily be your usual live show, but I believe we're going to fire up the machine and hit go at uh, approximately the right time in the evening with a bit of a pre-record and a few odds and sods. Um, We won't be doing the full show. Everybody's got families to attend to and and things. But if anybody does want to tune in, then they're more than welcome. We will be putting something out, likely to be pre-recorded, maybe a Hutton special Christmas something you never know um, but there is no there's no live show next Thursday um, and then 
The following week is New Year's Eve, and what we're going to be doing is we're going to be getting together and actually playing some games. So we're not going to do the full show. What we're going to do is invite absolutely everybody, as is a green room, to come and join us, and we're actually going to be hopping into our spaceships, and we're going to put together a bit of a get-together. So anybody who's on your own on New Year's Eve or is fed up with being locked in the house, we're going to be putting a, an evening of sort of fun gaming, having a beer, having a chat together for the evening. Um, the radio team will be about some of us, um, we'll we'll put something together, but it's going to be a very informal green room evening. It is a whole night dedicated to just green room playing games and having fun on New Year's Eve. It's likely to go on late. We'd like to have a few drinks as well, so please do come and join us on New Year's Eve, which is the last show before the muggies. Then the week after that is the muggies, so we're having a week off. Yay! And we're going to be handing over to Psycho Cow and the muggies team for the evening to to introduce the winners. Uh, and that's the plan for the next three weeks. Anybody up for coming to join some shenanigans on uh, New Year's Eve? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yes. 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 I may have to do it next, Xbox, but I'm, I'll be there. Well, you never know. <laughs> we might break out break out Amelia's VR room again and, and go to Amelia's house in VR. <laughs> yeah. and, it's, um, it's still set up for all people to play games, so I, I left yep. it set up. Um, and obviously we've got the TeamSpeak server. So those of you listening on the radio station, if you um, want to come in and join chat and come and join us in the various games room, the TeamSpeak server is ts.forthemug.com. That's not a website. That's the server address you put into TeamSpeak. Uh, it may well be that a few people get together on the Xbox side of things on their chat channel as well. And it may well be there's some shenanigans going on Discord, but we will publicize more over the next week or so about what we're up to. Basically, we're going to go to the Hutton Games Room and have a laugh and play games and have a beer. In two weeks. It's all go, um, isn't it? Yeah, it's all go. And then obviously next week, if you tune in, you'll hear something, but it just won't be us live because we're going to be too busy preparing for Christmas. And it's my wife's birthday, so you don't, you don't think I'm going to be sitting <laughs> on the show? Oh, no. <laughs> now, does that mean you just get one present and go, well, it's just a combined present, or do you have to separate Ooh. them? You know, one on one day, one on the other. She gets presents every day. She gets, your presents. Your, she gets your yeah. presents every day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just gift can't that possibly want anything else. Yeah. yeah. No, don't buy presents. If I, if I see something, she gets it straight away. Don't make her wait. No. It isn't Which being married to Sean enough. Yes. Oh, it's ple- oh, it's more than enough. Say that again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Said, said presents, not penance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah, your presence. Like that no, that's too. a that's a different film, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> Well, look, um, so thank you very much to Commander Ventura for pushing the buttons, to Harry Balsack, also known as Commander Palantir, for his uh, co-writing and co-presenting and generally keeping everything on track skills, as well as finding all the pictures this evening for the show. Thank you to Amelia for your seamless, seamless Seamless. presence. To the Apology Officer for standing in for Commander Chicks and all the usual, including writing the sports report. Oh, Tavery much. To Commander Chicks for being our newest stunt presenter. You are welcome back at any point, Commander Chicks. Thank you very much. Just if you feel like coming on the show, drop us a line and um, we can we can squeeze you in a little corner somewhere. And of course, last I'm sorry, but not I, least, I, I, you you squeeze him. I'm not. I've seen very Fossey, Fossey, squeeze Chicks, quick. Yeah. Um, Ooh, also, squeeze. Get off. <laughs> also, that doesn't that doesn't say stunt. <laughs> Stunned. And, and of course, to Commander Flossie. And maybe, maybe you know, they may be taking a couple of weeks off from the CGs. We don't know at the moment. Uh, it is going to be know. Christmas for the Pilots Federation as well. Yes. So I don't know what's happening next week, if anything. 
But obviously, if we're not doing any live broadcast about CGs, those kind of things, then um, we will put details up on the Facebook page. Flossie does maintain a wonderful record online of all the CGs and what's going on. So do have a look on Facebook um, at Flossie's special posts about CGs, just in case. Yeah. Other than that, there's there's one thing left to say, isn't there? For the mug! Good night, everybody. Mug! Margins never really mattered at all. We're gonna take the cargo where it's needed today. Super cruising all across the Milky Way. We'll take anything, anytime, anywhere. Loading up the teenagers to the brim with To the sun, swivel like the pilot on the Xbox One. Alvin at the front, you know he leads as well. Trucking across the galaxy, now everybody yells. Father Mac, Father Mac, yeah, you know just where we're coming from. Father Mac, Father Mac, now everybody sing the Hut Trucker song. Father Mac, Father Mac, yeah, you know just where we're coming from. Father Mac. Sing the hood and drop the song Sorry, 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 sorry. Tonight's show was late due to a technical reason. We do apologise. I'm Mr. Dusty. Give me your trash. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. 
everybody is buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off? With 39,585,427 tonnes collected out of 40,000. Uh, 40 million, sorry. Each completed tier will provide the resources to populate two systems listed in order of priority HIP 22550 and IADs Sector RO P B6 6, LP659 31, and IADs Sector LX T C3 30. IADs Sector SU C S14 1. And Hyades Sector RO-P, B6-2, Hyades Sector VP-N, B7-4, and Hyades Sector AB-M, B8-2. Uh, no, that, that will get... Well, I haven't included the other two which won't get built because they won't get built. These are the ones which will get built because we've reached Tier 4. As you see, there are lists of four lots of systems. And Sorry, Flossie, that was me. <laughs> that was me, I can't count I could, to five. I could see that. There was the time <laughs> number. Oh, don't, 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 don't. Ow. No. Sorry, I haven't Flossie. included the fifth set because we won't. We didn't yeah, qualify. that's four. I can't count no. to five. <laughs> 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 oh dear. Mate, guys.